Hey, this is Andrew Long from the Arizona Game Fair, and you are listening to Legends of Tabletop. Welcome, everybody. This is uh, session 12 of our Day Trippers campaign. Uh, this is part three of the Iranian Orchid saga that we're in. Uh, I'm going to kick it over to Todd. He's going to give us a recap, and then we'll jump right into the gameplay. Yeah, it's chapter three of A Fistful of Orchids. Jack and Reggie, Tom and Duke have gone up to the planet Inra in order to seek the Iranian Orchid which uh, is extremely valuable, extremely beautiful, really hot this year. And, uh, of course, our friend Scylla Sardassian wants as many as she can get. Ugh. Here is an Iranian orchid. Looks like a festive outfit from some festival. Yeah, it looks like it has a face, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it's a you know, big old costume. That's, I mean, that's been, that's been color-treated a bit, but that's a, that's a real orchid. There's a weird – I mean, there's so many different kinds. And the reason I chose that picture is because it looks like there's a little face in there. Two eyes, got a long nose. Beautiful, big screaming mouth. Yeah. (laughs) And so uh, on the planet Inra, which is uh, dense, humid, raining all the time, mostly covered with water except for the southernmost continent where these guys have been exploring, uh, you, uh, you have been in the deep jungles seeking orchids and actually finding quite a few. For 13 days now, it's the morning of the 13th day. In our last chapter, uh, which covered days 10 through now, uh, you had found some more orchids and you had run across those two students who had come out seeking orchids themselves. Uh, Anel and, uh, not her boyfriend, but her male friend, uh, Winford, who unfortunately has now been ripped apart by a winged serpent. Uh, and you left them after having discovered that they were, in fact, working with Mark Forpaw. He had held that information aside for himself and were planning on meeting him up at the top of that mountain uh, just a few days hence. You guys parted ways, and on, I believe it's day 12, it might have been the night of uh, day 11, or heading into day 12, you met one of the Ufa, and uh, the Ufa people are the, the Iranian inhabitants they live in little underground dens and here's one of them right here there he is it's a cute little bugger what's up dude <laughs> i almost i almost got him all on screen uh and lo and behold um you not only got inside an upa den and managed to make a trade with them they took your infrared flashlight in exchange for i'm not sure how many orchids but you've ended up with 27 27 that's right that's right yeah yeah now those orchids are worth a mega buck each, so this is a hell of a haul, probably more than you've ever made on a single mission. So you not only get into an Upadin and trade with them, that much has been done before, but while you're waiting through the night for their, actually through the day and a half for their guys to go out in the field, grab some orchids and come back, Nash goes that extra mile and begins teaching English to the Ufa people, specifically to their shaman, Bombo. Bombo learns quite a few words of English, 
you guys learned quite a few words of UFA, uh, including the fact that UF means trade, and therefore these people, they're naming themselves as the traders. They trade, they trade these orchids is what they trade in, and they are sort of well-known, meaning that this is the only planet so far discovered where these orchids can be found. That's what makes them so valuable. And so these guys have encountered humans before, but the humans before just like made hand gestures and left a pile of stuff, and the Ufa would decide how much that was worth in orchids and come back like a week later and leave a pile of orchids. That was the way the trade was established, but uh, you guys are actually communicating with them. And that's something that Anel was very happy with when you met up with her again. Winford having been killed by a winged serpent in the meanwhile. Mm. So you're now back together at the Ufa Den. Uh, there's not enough time for Anel to make it up to the top of the mountain to meet Forepaw. And so you decide you're going to take responsibility for getting her back to home Earth. However, you don't have enough seats on the ship. You're going to have to leave her here and come back for her. And that's why you decided to, Nash decided to give Anel his PDA. He's blocked all personal information off of it. And she is going to stay here for what will probably be eight to ten days while you guys boogie back and get the ship. As we leave you, it is humid, raining, densely miserable, and uh, you're heading south, taking a shortcut toward the coast. Oh, that's right. Along the coast, the beautiful beaches. Yeah, well, you know, if we, uh, you know, we'll head straight down. That, you know, you're looking at the topo, it's, you know, it opens all up. So uh, I think we'll be able to make some pretty quick, pretty quick distance to get back to the ship. Right. I don't know how big this is for you guys. Is it possible for you to see the numbers on those circles? Sort of. Yeah. Okay, so that, that white one was day 10 where we left off previous adventure. And then just a little bit up and to the right of that is the black dot where you have now spent three days. You're right there as we continue going. I don't know if you can see the hexes clearly. Mm-hmm. Uh, clear enough, I think, yeah. Each hex is 20 miles, and I hand the wheel over to you. All right, so I think we left... Where, where, like, where did this wheel come from? <laughs> we, we left in the morning. Yeah, right. We're not playing burning wheel. Wrong game. Yeah. <laughs> I took the wheel aside. Gray, overcast. We're just kind of humping through. Uh, and yeah, I mean, just you know, it, it is hotter and soggier and even more fetid than it felt before. Oh, is it humid? Is it humid too? It is. It is super humid and is raining, sort of a hot rain. No. Let me give you the visual. I would have preferred the canopy of the forest to this. This is, this is, this is gross. Yeah, this is not only gross, but actually quite difficult to move through. Look, that that's why we're heading south. We're, we're going to break through all this shit. We're going to skirt, you know, we'll skirt the forest. Coming back, we'll be able to move a lot quicker. I mean, we're going to be a little bit more exposed. You guys got to stay, you know. Frosty. Keep, yeah, keep, stay frosty. <laughs> keep, keep your eyes about you. Keep your wits about you. I know a couple of those, uh, those fucking winged serpents were flying around. Duke had eyes on those earlier, so... Oh, yeah. Keep your eyes on the skies. Watch out for them winged serpents. Okay, so we're heading due south. This is day 13. Uh, movement is very slow, but at the end of the day, you are approaching the end of the jungle. 
breaking out into sort of a lighter forested region. It's still it's still dense, but it's it's nothing like the crazy jungle that you've been moving through. In fact, I'll give you a look at the new terrain. During the day, I imagine you're searching for orchids. Yeah, I mean, oh, we would continue to look. Yeah. Okay, so you break out into an area like this, um, and it is getting close to the end of the thirteenth day. You both give me brain rolls, please. All right. You're trying to beat a six. Oh, I got a six. You know what? Uh, you can add. You probably got a seven because I think you have the jungle survival. I have forest. I don't know if it's the same. I'll give you that. All right. So a seven. Yep. Uh, my highest is a five. I have nothing, no skill to add. Um, well, you have no encounters during this day. You're just trudging through that dense purple jungle, having to occasionally uh, use your weapons to clear branches and netting and weird shit out of your path. Um, at the end of the day, Nash, you you see kind of way off to the left uh, a dead tree that looks sort of hollowed out. And it dawns on you that that looks like a prime spot for Iranian orchids to grow. And so you decide to go off in that direction. It's not too far off the path, and you're about to set up camp anyway. And you do, in fact, find one orchid. Nice. Uh, it is actually now 28. 28 it is. And, uh, and it means that, uh, mechanically speaking anyway, you've been here for two weeks now. And I'm going to begin just generally applying your forest survival skill. Uh, you can you can use it to not only spot Iranian orchids, but anything else you want to ask me about survival in the, in the Iranian forest. You've now picked it up. You've transferred your earthly knowledge to Inra. Nice. All right. Cool. Yeah. So he you know he goes over. He just you know has the guys. He's like, all right, uh, you know, set up a perimeter. Uh, you know, keep your eyes up. You know, the rain must be keeping the you know keeping most of the creatures you know, down. They probably don't want to be out in this any more than we do. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, just make sure you guys are still looking while we're walking. Uh, Duke, you, you found your orchids in a in a spot real similar to this, right? You know, uh, now that you mention it, it, I think it was the same species of tree. Huh. All right, so like, you know, full body cam up, you know, get good visual on the tree. He doesn't have his PDA, but uh, you know, he says to Reggie, like, uh, see, see what, see what information you can pull up on, on these particular trees. Oh, uh, uh, fuck. I can't swipe the, get a picture of it with your, with your PDA and, and see if you can't, uh, pull up anything on that. I, I do it. Uh, it, uh, it looks like a, a dead weeping willow, uh, except for the, the branches with tiny little leaf-like things growing off of them are sort of white. And uh, you've seen these trees. In fact, uh, these trees will occasionally reach out and try to grab you if you hang out under them. Uh, they, there's these long white fibers with tiny little leaves growing on them. You actually have to look pretty close to see the leaves. And they're spiky and sticky. They're actually quite strong. And uh, this is known by Iranian orchid hunters as a fiber tree. You gotta watch out for the sap; it'll hurt you. Oh man, you, you've got to watch out for the sap on these. Oh, this is gonna hurt you. Be be very very careful around these. Everybody see? Everybody see it? Take it all in. All right, good good info. Good info. 
They're going to grab us. They're going to try to grab us. That's another thing. So we're going to have to look out for that. Man, this place, this place is dangerous. Now, I, I will mention, by the way, you found you found uh, orchids in patches before. This is the first time you've ever found one. And you notice that others have been pulled, taken from this area. This is the last oh. one left. Is this a trap? Is it a trap? That's a good question. Wait. He vanishes over his shoulder. Wait, what was wait, that? Wait, 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 wait. Back, back, back up, back up. Back up. So he stands up, hands up, takes like three, four cautious Check steps backwards. Area. I'm thinking this thing is planted inside this little, this tree here. This could be a trap. And uh, Reggie starts scanning the area. Yeah, Nash will look too. Now I'm looking for hostile situations. Any applicable skills? Well, the uh, stealth fighting, that those, those are the only things that I would have that would sort of be adjacent maybe <laughs> what what's the uh, like the perception skill is that brains yeah it's typically brains okay right. i'll just make it like base brains. just two dice oh uh, i got a six six e's my little pony yeah <laughs> the magical dice man mm -hmm. uh you yeah you scout the area so does uh, tom so does duke you don't you don't see anyone, although you do find an Ufa marker nearby. Those are those round stones with strange markings on them that are in the Ufa language. It's an Ufa stone. Well, don't don't move it. But yeah, I wonder if this is where they came. Remember, they left. I wonder if they this must is have where a they way. Came. Yeah, they must have a way to bypass said defenses of the tree. Hmm. Well, I wonder if they marked this. So well, I remember they... this this tree is a dead one. It's a dead one, so there's no danger. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I wonder if they mark the patches as they take the flowers. I wonder if they need this flower for this to repopulate. Oh. Uh, brains roll? Oh, that is insightful, Nash. You want a four. Uh, I got a six. I feel like I'm cheating with these dice now. <laughs> no, no, you're succeeding. Uh, the, uh, the markings on the stone that you found a couple hundred miles west of here were different markings. And so either the, the markings are local to whatever it is that they're marking, or it dawns on you that you, you've spoken to the Upa, you hung out with them for a couple days. You know that they live in small nomadic tribes. There are multiple tribes. So this might be the marker of your tribe. It does look kind of like the thing that was on uh, Bonbo's staff. In other words, these might be tribal territorial markings. Oh, they're marking their territories. Man, this is... I think we should probably take great care not to tell anyone about the Ufa. Well, I mean, they've, they've traded with other people. Right, but we've specifically and i know we're working for him but specifically we should probably keep the species uh, uh, the fact that they're living here a secret we don't want any of this stuff to be exploited can you imagine can you imagine well but i think they trade in the orchids right i mean that's why they wouldn't show us where they're where they were getting them from i mean they're they're smart enough to know that like people come here for this specifically and then they get goods and stuff for it now we didn't get into a hostile 
conflict with them, but can you imagine if somebody came here with ill intent that carried a lot more stronger firepower and wanted those orcas for whatever purpose? Maybe Scylla decided to throw an even bigger party, and she said, now i got to have all the orchids, and she decided to just bankroll an entire invasion. I get where you're coming from, Reggie, but uh, this is Tom speaking. Um, hey, isn't Tom. The, isn't the cat out of the bag on that one? I don't know. I, I'm not entirely sure how much I mean, of these cat two, has been removed two kids, from the bag. These two college kids knew all about this place. Right, but maybe they have a and bit of four uh, sense about them. <laughs> okay, yeah. You're, I, you're yeah. providing me a list of people to kill. Oh, whoa, Reggie, Reggie. No, no, no. That was more or less a, a suggestion uh, just in case. Then an actual plan, uh, executable uh, action. No, I, like, Tom's right. I mean, the cat's out of the bag. I mean, this is this is kind of what what they do. I mean, people are coming here pretty strapped already. Like, this is not a hospitable environment by any stretch of the imagination. My my only concern at this particular moment is to whether or not we take this flower or leave it here if it needs to reseed itself. If I have a vote, I say leave it here. All right. Duke, Tom? You're the boss. I say we leave it. The stone looks uh, similar to what was on uh, on the chief's staff, so uh, if they're claiming this area, we'll, we'll leave it and assume they know better about their own planet than we do. Well, Reggie, Reggie smiles, a very satisfied smile at Nash. Why don't, we, uh, why don't we get a little bit away from it uh, before we set up camp? That's Tom again. All right, and yeah, that, that's is- fine. Duke is nodding his head. He's like, if this is, uh, if this is some land that they claimed, uh, you know, they might get hostile thinking it's being attacked. I mean, I think if it's our guys, we'll probably be okay. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, uh, us. we can uh, we can err on the side of caution here. No reason to provoke. Let's keep on going south a little bit then. Uh, it's lightening up, you know, as you can see from the picture. Uh, it is uh, it is now dark. It's the end of the day. Uh, the stench is horrid. The, the rotting vegetation can really get to you if you open your faceplate. So you're staying, you know, kept inside your suits. And oh, by the way, we should mark another day. Mm. Yeah, <clears throat> on your suit. Now, we'll Duke's, be looking at for that. Yeah, you. I... You're actually at different at different levels. Reggie, you have used up uh, 16 out of 50 power units. So you're you're doing all right, but you spent a little bit more due to um, the suit's medical systems. Oh yeah, it's actually I'm I'm wrong. It's I'm wrong. I'm sorry. That's you've used up sixteen out of a hundred. Oh, hundred. Okay, so we're we're still looking good. Okay, everybody else has used fourteen. That's everybody who hasn't had their medical system run, uh, except for Duke. Uh, yeah, he's his suit is at three quarter power now, I'm just a little under three quarter power. So he's used up twenty eight megawatts. Duke, you got to keep an eye on that, man. You got to let it snow. I know. I've used twice as much power as everybody else, but it's only going to be eight days, provided we don't get hurt or have to exert ourselves. Oh, don't jinx us. Oh, go on. <laughs> if, if we have to, uh, we can maybe I could jury rig something and, and transfer some of the power from mine to yours. I, I hope it won't come to that, Captain. Yeah, me too. So you set up camp. It is a quiet night. We mark off. Food. You now have. Uh, oh, you've given away all your room meat, actually. 
Uh, do we still have some of the the wing serpent meat? We've been we've been killing stuff yeah. and taking meat left and right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's so much meat. Oh God, my pack is overflowing with meat. Okay, so you guys have winged serpent for dinner. Around here, you find a few of those blue pods, but not as many as in the inland jungle. Um, it uh, the rain quiets down. It's a, it's a quiet night. And we're doing our regular rotation of watch. So that's Nash, Duke, Tom, Reggie. And that means it is early in the morning. It's Reggie's watch, uh, morning of day 14, when you hear the hoom. Oh, damn it. And you get to do a psyche roll. Oh, three. Got a couple fives on there, so I beat them. Okay, it's quite distant, and you find that it has—it doesn't have that sort of mental drawing effect on you. But uh, like I said, it's it's more distant right now. Um, I look around at everyone who's sleeping, and I'm just sort of trying to monitor their reactions. Ooh. It's spooky. Ooh. It's too spooky. It's spooky. Is it coming this way? Is it? Yeah, it seems to be. If you're asking me, I'm saying no. It's going the opposite <laughs> direction. Fast, lower, softer, and softer. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm actually, I'm actually playing the role of one of the voices in your head. And, <laughs> and when well, you, I mean, well, I'm not sure, but why don't you tell me? <laughs> when you, when you pay conscious attention, you think it is in fact coming this way. Son of a. Ah! Um. Do I think that it's it's bearing down on our position, like as if, like it's like it's picked up our scent, or do I feel like it's just a coincidence? And perhaps if we just everyone stays still, it'll go right by us. Do I even have any inclination? You have both. Head? You have both of those inclinations at the same time. Yeah, <laughs> it's heading right for us, but it doesn't necessarily see us. Okay. Uh, okay. It's time to wake up. I'm gonna wake everybody up. <laughs> You're all you're all shaken awake to the sound of everybody just calm down, calm down. I want to aid all of their roles somehow. I, I think no, Duke and Tom. Yeah, Duke and Tom are ready for this shit. Their their weapons Good. are right next to them. They jump up the moment you touch them, and they're ready to strike. Here we go. Whom whom? You see you see you see you hear it. You hear it. Good 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 good. Nash, yeah. Nash. Nash comes up and and. and uh, He's like, uh, fuck it. Can we, um, we, can we, uh, can we play some kind of like, uh, like static in the helmets to like block out the home sound? That is a really good idea. I don't know. I guess you could probably play some static, but my guess is that, uh, you know, people being people, you probably got some music. Oh, there you go. Yeah. yeah. Put on some easy listening jazz, some smooth jazz. I, I was thinking maybe Flight of the Valkyries. Ooh. That's good too. Yeah, nice crescendo. Yeah, <laughs> crescendos are good. This is you very. You know what? I mean, if it, uh, Duke says, um, "Listen to this," and he punches a few buttons, he, he's brought his own collection with him, and he patches it through to you. You guys hear the most. It doesn't even sound like a human being. It's somebody screaming at the top of their lungs. Their voice seems to be multiplied into some sort of raging chorus, and behind them, there's this pounding rhythm of what sounds like. If an electric guitar was a drum, <laughs> it is Duke. it is super fast, super violent, super dark. It makes today's death metal look like old timey music. And Duke is just banging his head. He's like, "You want a masked out sound?" 
<laughs> so it's Deathcore. You, it's, it's Deathcore. <laughs> so it's, Nash uh, just he gives him the thumbs up. Neo retro Uber Deathcore. <laughs> I love it. Nash gives him the horns. Yeah. <laughs> I Nash like it. Thumbs up, and then uh, you know he points eyes, points out, you know, swirls his finger like, "Let's get the fuck out of here." All right, we are moving to the sound of the whom and a deathcore soundtrack. <laughs> All right, uh, are we are we taking off as fast as possible? Are we moving in the direction opposite the whom? Speak to me. Uh, I think we try to maintain the path that we wanted. That's uh, fortunate because it turns out that uh, the whom seems to be to your north. Okay. All right. Well, that's good. Nash will bring up the rear then to keep rear guard. So, you know, we'll, we'll be marching forward and he'll just kind of stop, wait, see if, you know, visually see if something's coming. Uh, you know, if he can flip through to like, I guess infrared really wouldn't help because the whole forest is probably just red, but um, yeah, he, he would stop periodically to check to make sure it wasn't catching them. We're coming up real fast because it's going to be a lot harder to hear now. All right. How far away from you are you going to let the group get? Um, Not real far. Like, is there, because I'm assuming they're moving south. Yeah, I was going to say, I thought they'd be moving slow, but I guess as, as things co- sort of break up, we'd start to pick up the pace. Yeah, like, so he, like he, stealthy fast. Yeah, like he would stop for like 10 seconds, right? So like they're walking, he's walking, he stops, turns around, looks, you know, gives it a good, you know, 10, 15 seconds, see if something's coming, and then, you know, starts to hoof it to catch back up again. You guys are moving south. Uh, you were just at the point, if you look at the... Uh, it's backward for me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you moved down one hex. You are now in the lighter gray area. Mm-hmm. Continuing moving south. Uh, let's just... It was basically near the end of Reggie's ship anyway. So let's call this day 14 and just keep on pressing on. Uh, you guys will maybe want to start camp a little bit early tonight. You're, you're a little short on sleep is what I'm saying. Yes. Yeah. That's okay. fine. We, we can eat on the on the way, as it were, or, or stop for like a lunch this time. Yeah. Consume okay. right. you, uh, you move. All right, so at the beginning of day four, you're here, and we are now moving into the lighter green area. And yeah, you guys, uh, over the course of this day, there are there are no encounters, but you notice that the UFA markers are growing more plentiful. And these, you found a few that have similar markings, but different, similar to each other, but different from the ones you saw before. As we're moving farther away from the area? As you're moving south over the course of the 14th day. So there are more UFA markers. You spot like three or four of them as you're moving, uh, as you go over 20 miles. I wonder if it's another tribe. <clears throat> yeah, it kind of looks that way, right? The, the, see, the markings look a little different. Do we think perhaps they'd be... Well, if they're all traders, maybe we could get another... Wow, well, if we could find their... They're uh, they're hidey. They're hidey out there. Maybe we can do another trade with a new uh, a new tribe of these things. Uh, I mean, I I think if we stumble across them, we can we can try that route. I wouldn't go at this point. Go out of our way. Uh, you know, Duke suit's kind of beat up. Everybody's you know been knocked around a little bit. I mean, we're uh, you know we're out here two weeks already. 
Absolutely. I agree totally. There are no encounters that day. Uh, the stench gets better as you continue moving south and you're getting closer to the shore. Uh, you do hear the whom to the north of you. And, and just, you know, maybe an hour after you cleared out the old camp and continue moving south, uh, you do hear him again, but he's further off. Uh, you hear some trees being knocked over. Seems like that, that might have been, something might have just died. <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't you. We are still alive, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, what are the odds that two of those, like, how many of those apex predators could be out here, right? Like, I mean, well, they've got to be territorial. I imagine there's plenty. Maybe they're fighting each other if they're territorial. You know, uh, or, or it's a violent mating ritual. Well, you know that uh, all of the, not all of them, but many of the plants on Inra are, you know, not, I don't want, I don't want to imply that they move around, but they're, they're mobile and sentient enough you know, uh, more so than a Venus flytrap. Hmm. They are carnivorous, many of the plants. And uh, so they kind of count as predators. And then you've got lots and lots of those toothed birds and there's winged serpents all over the place. So there's actually quite a diversity of, uh, of life forms here. I think quite a few apex predators could survive is what I'm telling you. Gotcha. All right. That's fair. All right. Well, you know, as we start to... Uh... So we start getting out here more into the open. We gotta make sure we keep uh, keep a really sharp eye out. Hey, frosty, stay frosty. <laughs> All right. Uh, it was. It has been um, still most of the day, but uh, of course, as you're about to set up camp, uh, it begins to rain. Luckily, there there's a, a, a clump of neo palms, and they form a nearly solid canopy, shutting out uh, most of the rain and actually most of the daylight as well. So you just got to be careful where you set up camp because there are trickles and cataracts of, of water pouring through these, you know, down the dead tree husks and etc. Sure, sure. Uh, yeah. There are lots of spots of groundwater, and there's one particularly large pool nearby. There are many of these, but uh, this is a particularly large one. Uh, so if Nash notices that, he's like, uh, you guys want to move a little Further away, if this is a uh, a standing pool, this could attract things that we might not want to encounter while we're here. Reggie, you're looking at the pool at that moment, and uh, the calm surface of the pool is broken suddenly by a translucent disc of luminescent jelly. Ah, it's shit. About, it's about three feet across and semi-transparent, and it's quivering. See that? You see the quivering transparent disc? <laughs> That's like those things that were down by the ship, right? Yeah. Uh oh. Is it like is it getting uh, bigger and more and more ominous and heading towards us in a threatening way? That's funny you should say that. Uh, it, <laughs> yeah, it's it's moving towards the shore where you guys are. Oh my god. Maybe it can only be so far from the water. Let, grab your shit. Let's let's, let's fucking go. just move, let's go. move. Let's just yep. All right, when you guys get about 50 feet away from the pool, uh, it suddenly uh, quivers a lot and back down into the water. See, that's this is a, this is a, a safe distance over here, probably. I like it. It's a, like a proximity situation. Well, I mean, we're not underneath the palms anymore, but uh, I mean, we'll, we string up a, a tarp, keep the water off us. 
All right, and we head into the night. You guys eat some more uh, serpent meat. Sit up, watches. You know, just you know, Nash would make small talk with the guys, make sure everybody's spirits were still up, make sure that you know nobody like twisted an ankle. Has everybody making out? Everything's good. Weapons check. You know, everything's you know functioning the way it should be. Everything is functioning the way it should be. You eat, you sleep, and it is Tom's watch. When I roll four encounters. Hmm, what's that? Gee, I don't know. Maybe I'll use some of these tables in the day trippers. <laughs> um, Nash, you're shaken awake by Tom. Uh, whoa! <clears throat> Well, Sorry, no, nothing, nothing, nothing dangerous. Um, I just felt that uh, I should let you know. There's a one of those underground tunnels, just about twelve feet that way. I was, I, I noticed this peculiar formation as I was taking a leak, and uh, that's one of those Ufa tunnels. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I assume so. Sure. Well, I mean, I remember what Reggie was saying about the other tribes maybe being hostile. I just thought, you know, you're the captain. Uh, I, I just uh, thought you should know. Was it was it guarded to have any of the um, spikes set up or anything, or is it just open? Yeah, there's there's actually there's some leaf cover has been pulled over it, but if you sweep the leaves aside, it's got those spikies. Hmm. Yeah, it might be worth it. Well, until we still have the trade. I mean, I suppose we could probably kill and eat something else if we had to. Your uh, call. Uh, you guys are whispering, I assume. Everybody else is asleep. They're all asleep. <laughs> uh, I'll put that wall in front of me. Uh, yeah, let's. Uh, fuck. All right, you you keep eyes on me, and then you stay here. I'll 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 go over and check it out. I'll make a little bit of noise and see if somebody comes out. Right, here right. we go again. Ah. <clears throat> okay, so Tom's sitting there, got his weapon ready. Nash goes to check the tunnel. You pull the leaves aside, just like you said. There's a ring of spikes sticking inward from all parts of the tunnel. That goes on for maybe three feet. So you'd have to pull out like a dozen of these spikes if you wanted to continue moving down. So he doesn't want to do that because I he would think that that would be seen as aggressive. Okay, brains, uh, brains roll. All right. Uh, pair of sixes. Okay, so that's a that's a yes and. I was going to say that after he pulls, like, some of the stuff back, um, he kind of, like, you know, stomps on the ground, like, three times and goes, oof, oof. Oh, you read my mind. Okay, well. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, you, you remembered that that's the way they introduced themselves uh, when you first met him, and that word means trade. So you go ahead and you make that sound, and you tell me what happens. We win. Yeah, <laughs> we win. That that uh, you know that whatever the the chief or elder or or shaman is here, you know, hears it and you know comes up like quizzically, like to see who's you know who's here or, or what's here, and they have orchids, <laughs> <laughs> tons of them. Oh Wait, my god! It wasn't a yes and and. Yes, and we win, and we get all the orchids <laughs> in that order. <laughs> all the orchids on the planet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they don't even come out. They just throw orchids up the, up the thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> get away from okay, us. So, so, so up comes um, 
up comes one of the Uva. Uh, this one has sort of a darker green color than the, the track before. And uh, he looks at you quizzically. Oof. Oof, oof. Uh, you know you know a few words in their language. You could probably put together a simple sentence. Uh, yeah, so he so he says, uh, you know, trade. Oof, he's, and then he says the word for, like, friend. And then if there's a specific word for the orchids, he would, you know, he would throw that out, too. You do all of those things. <laughs> um, yeah, he indicates agreement and understanding, and uh, he pulls the spiky bones out of the way, gesturing for you to follow him. So he, he taps his helmet then and he says to uh to Tom, he's like, Alright, I'm they're they're ready to trade, I'm I'm gonna go down. Alright. It was already Tom's watch, so he's had his sleep and or most of it anyway. He stays up there, right, Captain? That shouldn't take long. I don't expect any trouble. You head down into the den. There's a twisting, winding little hole you go through. And you get down there, you see there are seven of them in here. This is a small group. Four of them are children, three adults, including the shaman, who introduces himself as Bean Bee and says, wait two days. Oh, he's, he like lets out a breath. <sighs> so he, he, you know, he looks at Bean Bee and he says, um, so like he makes the, the motion for time mm-hmm. and, he, and he does like one and then like shrugs like can we do one day <laughs> that cracks him up <laughs> he begins laughing he, he slaps the ground uh and uh slapping he's staring at you quite close he's like trying to read your eyes and then he says the words for what you got uh so nash like cautiously takes off Oh, I guess he didn't go in with his pack. So then, he's, so then he like looks or like he goes to like grab his pack and he's like, oh, well, shit. Um, so he holds up a finger like, you know, wait, you know if, there, if he knows the word for wait, he's like, you know, wait or hold on or whatever. And he starts like reaching in his pockets and shit to see like if he's got, you know, anything on him that might be worthwhile for a trade. I know there's like no preparedness in this game, so I don't know what he would possibly have. Uh, on your belt you happen to have not uh, removed your your specimen sack so you have a little sack of water spider venom you had uh, mil- you milked a spider like a week ago right 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 so he's like, ah so he pulls out the the venom and he shakes it and he like makes like fangs like in front of his mouth and then like you know bitey on his on his arm to like indicate venom like i don't think he would know that word and then he'll like, you know, like do like itsy bitsy like spider kind of thing. So he like moves his hand like across the ground, to, like indicate all the legs. Uh, he looks closely at the contents of the bag. You're not sure whether he understands you, uh, and he hands it back to you. Not good. Mm. He's you know, shakes his head. And he's like, uh, so he again he like tries to make a placating gesture, and he you know he's like. Hold on, and then he points, and he goes up or out, and then and then he's and then to you also like, remember you know the word for return as well. So yeah, so he would so he would say oof, 
and then, you know, return. Like, I gotta go grab my shit. <laughs> that seems pretty clear. Uh, and he makes the sign for one day. Okay, he, he nods, and then it says, uh, you know, return, and then just makes, like, like a fraction of a movement, you know, on the on the on his fist to like indicate like I'm I'm coming right back. Oh yeah, you uh, you figured out they indicate a short amount of time. You're not exactly sure how long. Okay, a couple minutes. Um, you make a circle with your finger around your finger. When you want to talk about days, you go fist around fist. Mm, okay. Ooh, nice. So you circle your fingers a couple times to say you'll be back in a few minutes, right? Do they escort me out, or do they just let me go? Uh, no, he just he just nods, and the rest of them seem pretty complacent. Apparently, you know, they've seen this kind of thing before. Sure, sure. So he, he goes back out. He, you know, goes back over to the camp. Like, he'll pull some of the stuff back over so, like, it's not exposed and, and run back over and be like, uh, Tom, what, what kind of shit do we got laying around still? I, I didn't have anything on me. They didn't want the venom. I mean, we could get more meat. They wanted us to wait two days. I got them down to a day, but uh, they want something good in return. Well, I got the, we got the spider venom. We got 22. We had 22 fire pellets. You gave some away, though. Yeah, Reggie gave some to the other guy. I don't remember how many were given away. Anybody? I don't. Oh, uh, I want to. <laughs> wait. I want to say it was like Five, five makes sense. Five, I have a memory of a five. Yeah, that, that sounds good enough to me. Okay, so we're gonna say you've got 17. Okay. Uh, you also have two blue fungus pods, you have two Ufa blankets from the other tribe, you've got 28 orchids, and you've got whatever gear is in your pro kit. Uh, well, you know, the other guys like the flashlight. Uh, I mean, we could, we could. We could barter with another flashlight, right? I mean, most people probably aren't giving them any kind of tech, right? You don't see any tech, but who knows? Yeah, Tom, t- grab me, grab me your flashlight. You got it. So he's, yeah, we, we can always pick up some more of these when we get back. I'm sure Bento will be uh, more than happy to give us a couple of flashlights. Uh, the other guys also really like the fire pellets. Just thought I'd mention you did give them some of those, and their response was very favorable. Oh, the they, fire, yeah, I remember they that. Could, yeah, they love that. Did, did Reggie grab all those things? Does he have all those things? I got them all. Ah, fuck. So he he unless, goes over. Unless, unless you want to say I don't, but I I think I had I had them all. I think you did. <laughs> okay, so we, but but are they on you? Uh, no, they're not. They are beside your bed roll. So he, I'm he, spooning with them. <laughs> he, he, <laughs> Kind of creeps over. He doesn't want to wake Reggie up because it's all you know nightmare thing. So he just don't touch me there. Feels don't. around, you know, unzips a couple of the zippers, tries to find them. Touch me there, find Grabs like you know four or five of the pellets. Sticks them in his pocket. Roll again, Reggie. Give me a psyche roll. What What are you doing? <laughs> oh wait, a psyche roll. Okay, so my highest is a five. Okay, so without um, adding any skills, you are unconsciously aware that someone comes over close to you, but you do not have a sexual nightmare. Uh, <laughs> normal dreams continue. <laughs> What's normal though? <laughs> well, yeah, you were just giving us normal. Oh, so he just rolls over. He goes, 
I, I said I can. I sense you. I sense you. Nash just kind of like pulls back and like cocks his head, like, what the fuck? <laughs> he just, he kind of like, he pats his shoulders, like, shh. That feels good. Okay. And then, uh, you know, he walks back past Tom and he's like, all right, let's see if we can get something out of this. I, I hate to wait another day, but, That's what you know, if they said. can get us, you know, four or five orchids out of this. That's a lot of dough. Yeah, I yeah, I think it's worth it. I mean, don't worry about me. All right, I'll, I'll be back as quick as I can. Uh, if the guys get up, just uh, let them know that uh, Reggie's dreams have come true. <laughs> that is horrific. <laughs> <laughs> all right, when you when you go back, although it's only been a couple minutes, uh, you find that the the traps, the spikes are back in place. Hmm. So he he stomps on the ground again, and says oof oof. Uh, he comes up very quickly this time, Bean B does, and uh, he's looking at you through the through the spike trap, and he makes the sign for one day. You return one day. Uh, so he's he's he just he nods. Then he says, "Oof!" and like you know, kind of like shakes his head, like, "Yes, we're gonna trade." He says, "Many orchids, one day." He he nods sagely. <laughs> then he says, "What you got?" Uh, so he, he pulls out the, uh, the fire pellets and he, like, he kneels down. He's like, uh, move indicating like, you know, move the, the, uh, the barrier. You know what? You see a look of recognition across his face when you pull out the fire pellets. He's seen these before. He's very excited about that. Ah, so, so he he was starting to clear the ground out of the way. And then, you know, I guess he like looks up and his eyes are, I mean, his eyes are already big, but. You know, he's like, ah, okay. So, like, he, he, you know, shows him he's got, like, you know, five of them in his hand. And then he sticks them back in his pocket. And then he, you know, pulls out the flashlight. And he, you know, flips it on. And then, like, he, you know, shows him the light. And then he, like, touches his hand to it to show, like, it's not hot. And then, like, you know, starts flashing around to be like, oh, look, you can see. And then, you know, shows him the switch and switches it back off. And then he sticks that in his pocket. All right. He says a bunch of words that you don't understand, but inside there, you do hear, you good, very good, come back one day. He nods. Uh, I assume he learned, probably learned the word for thank you. Then he would, you know, would say thank you and, uh, you know, nod and walk back over to the camp. Looks like you've got a deal set up. Now we just have to make it through the day. (laughs) So far, so good. What have we done? (laughs) Okay. Back to the map. Uh, that was day 14, and we're going to hang here for a while. Yep. And we stay put, and very early in the day, everybody's up. You guys are maybe uh, eating and uh, breaking camp. Oh, I don't remember if you've seen one of these before. Mm-hmm. Nash would let everybody know what was going on. Like when they all got up in the morning, um, you know, we'd let them know that, you know, the, uh, the guys are there. Um, I don't remember if we saw those or not, uh, but he would say, you know, stay on the lookout. We're going to be here, you know, at least for one day, they're going to come back with a bunch of orchids. If, if an opportunity presents itself, we should probably, 
kill something uh, for the meat. Well, you know, we could have fresh meat instead of dried meat. Uh, we want to make our supplies last as long as possible. You know, all your normal field shit, you know. Okay, um, just um, not even 100 meters off uh, in a neighboring clearing, you see one of these things. It's a, like a six-foot-long flying reptile with a whip-like tail, nasty talons at the ends of its two strong legs. You recognize that these talons are what is used to make the pit trap around the outer edge of the hoopa dens. Hmm. Uh, in fact, you've heard the names of these creatures because they sometimes refer to the, the traps themselves as cabo legs. Uh, this hmm. is a flying cabo. And you see a flying cabo descend from the forest canopy, not quite 100 meters off. It's, it's not far from one of those large pools that you just recently passed. It swoops down and it goes back up into the air and it's got a, a lifeless creature dangling from its talons. You don't know what the creature is, but it seems to be a mammal. It has six legs. It's about the size of a medium pig. All right. So he would, he would, just, he would point it out to everybody. I don't, I mean, you think those things are pack hunters? I mean, we might get some more goodwill if we, if we snipe that thing. You know, they can use its, its claws. It's probably right? exactly I mean, where they get those tools from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, that's what they use for those, you know, the barricades. Reggie has his uh, rifle out. Just say the word and I'll try to take it down. Or wait, do we have our sniper? Duke. Duke is there, right? Yeah, Duke's the sniper. <laughs> Duke is the, yeah. Let yeah. Duke do it. Okay, is Duke going off alone to do this? I'll I'll go with him because I'll. I was I've, gonna say how far could he snipe it just from where we are? Uh, you actually don't have a, a beat on it right now. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, we'll go track it. We'll track it through the woods. It came down from above the forest canopy, which covers most of the sky. Uh, it, it has something pretty big. Uh, don't move out into the open, but if you want to skirt the tree line around the pool, see if it comes back down. All right, so it's Reggie and Duke. Yeah, we have we have a pretty good rapport when it comes to sniping. Like I'll I'll call out stuff, and and all that all those sniper sniper terms, lingo. Okay, so Reggie and Duke head toward the pool. We we're circling the perimeter of the pool. Hmm. Yep. Reggie, you spot the thing. It's sitting atop a large branch above the forest canopy. You see it through a crack between two leaves, and it's it's busy. It's tearing apart that six-legged mammal pig thing. I'll tap Duke on the shoulder wordlessly and uh, just point it out. Duke takes a shot. Duke takes a shot and misses. <laughs> no, Duke! Thing lets out a terrible hiss, leaps up into the air, and takes off. Well, shit, Duke. <laughs> does it? Does the pig fall to the ground? At least we get something to eat. <laughs> yeah, let's get that yes, pig. As a matter of fact, this this six legged it it looks kind of like a dog. It's um, a pig dog. It's a it's a it's a it's a, a water dog. Its its limbs are built for both walking on land and swimming. It's just got like webs between its toes. Is- uh, and it is half eaten. Falls to the ground, and you hear bones breaking. 
Got those those hollow pig dog bones. Hey, I'm sorry about that. I can't hit every one. It's all right. Hey, you know, we all miss from time to time. Um, My dad used to tell me, only shoot at the ones you're going to hit. <laughs> that's good. That's, that's good, Duke. That's a good one. I'm, I probably like your father. He seems uh, he seems a proper, proper hot shit, if you will. Nah, he's a jerk. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, that, I get that. I probably still like him. <laughs> well, what do you say we haul this uh, dog pig back? We can yeah, maybe maybe we could probably, you know, maybe Nash can sort of like parlay his deal with uh, some water pig dog meat or some shit. Yeah, yeah. Duke uh, Duke picks it up, throws it over his shoulders. Even though it's it's really disgusting, it's dripping blood on him, and it's got uh, cabo saliva on it. But he doesn't let you help. That's fine. That's I'll just kind of <laughs> like I'll just kind of like walk behind you. You let me know if you want to switch off. All right, you guys drag it back to camp. What's the is um, the, is the uh, the cable saliva doing anything? Like, would I would I see that and think, hey, let's maybe we should we should collect some of that? That's uh, that's a wise thing to look at, but it doesn't seem to be having any effect. It's just sort of a semi clear greenish slime. All right, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Well, what's what's on the end of its if it's six? It, you said it was was it cloven hooves? Uh, yeah, they're sort of cloven. If you, I don't know if you can see it, the, the black, the black spiny looking claws. Oh, I mean on the on the pig, on the on the on the pig dog. Oh no, it's got it's got a feet not unlike a wolf, but it's but its toes are longer and spread out, and they have web between them. So clearly, this oh, thing can this thing can swim as well as run on land. Sort of looking at it for like things we could harvest that may be helpful. Uh, well, you get a day or two's worth of meat out of it. Nice. We've got more meat. <laughs> it's got a long, um, sinewy snout, which makes it look rather pig-like, although mostly it looks like a dog. All right. Maybe it looks possibly enough like not a dog for me not to think that we've just killed or that a dog was just killed. Uh, no, I mean, it's a, it's a kind of a... Weird and gross-looking thing, right? It's a it's a six it's a six-legged dog with a long sinuous snout. Nice, and uh, it's it's got a good set of fangs on it too. It's definitely a carnivore. Oh, shit! All right, let's get this back to Nash and see what he thinks. Maybe we can harvest some stuff off of it. Nash, it's not long after these guys come back to camp with this weird-looking dog creature. We did it. That that doesn't look like the snake. Nah, nah, I know it's, it's not. <laughs> like he, like he was breaking Duke's balls. He just kind of like shrugs at him. Like, come on. <laughs> I missed the shot, but maybe they'll take this. Yeah, take a look. They like meat, right? Maybe they like uh, dog pig meat. Well, maybe. I mean, uh, we haven't had fresh meat in a couple of days. Let's uh, let's let's uh, get this thing butchered up. You know, cut around that that. Green was that spit? Maybe poison saliva. <laughs> like let's, let's cut that part out. Cabo saliva. It doesn't seem to be doing anything. But yeah, I see what you're saying. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah, we we, we probably don't want that. Yeah. Right. yeah okay, I, so you, you guys cut it up. You get uh, probably two days worth of meat off the thing. All right. I mean that'll that'll make up for us, you know, being here for an extra day, and then you know, of course, they've got some more meat to bargain with, or just to give them out of. You know, generosity and goodwill. 
this tribe seem any different to you? Uh, I, you know, they they wanted to trade. They were maybe a little bit more pushy. Wanted to see what we had, you know, before I guess committing. But I mean, I guess this is what they do here. So, hmm. Yeah, right. They bargain. All right. Well. Well, you know what? These these guys are closer to the edge of the woods, so maybe they encounter more people. So maybe they've learned to be a little more uh, forward about it. Not only that, not only that, but the the orchids themselves are only found in the jungle area. Hmm. So these guys actually live outside of the place where the orchids are found, right. which might influence the way they do trade. Ah, like it's harder to come by. Okay. Well, maybe what they consider a lot then is probably not uh, as many as we'd like to think. But you know, hmm. they bring two or three. It's you know another three megabucks. That's not nothing. No, it's not. All right, so um, that's the beginning of day 15 while you're waiting. And the night of day 15, it is Reggie's watch. So that is like all the way through the night and almost morning. Reggie is on watch. You suddenly hear a barking and snarling sound. Uh, There are several of them. And before you can even think of waking up the others, out from the underbrush come five of those water dogs, and they're bearing down right on you. And it is action frame time. It's, it's Damn it! It's a pack of water dogs, and they are attacking. They've come to retrieve the caucus. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, are you going to be? Are you going to be attacking, doing something defensive, or doing something else? Okay. 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 How many of them did you say there were? Five. Five of them, and they were are they just busting in on us as a whole, or are they coming after me specifically? They're coming after you specifically. All right. So the first, so what Reggie's going to do is just start it, it immediately. His first instinct is to lead the pack away from the group, and then as he's doing so, opening fire. It's it's like a an inaccurate spray. Yeah, just leading them away. I mean, I'm doing this in a way where I'm not shooting into the into the guys, but I mean, it would probably wake them up, but. Steering them away from my 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 team and spraying bullets to try to catch a few of them and wake up the group. Yeah, the group is behind you, so you're not in any danger of shooting anyone. No, so I kind of like a perpendicular fire. move. Uh, there are now. I guess you can fire indiscriminately because there's a pack of five and they're all fairly close together. So I'm going to give you a plus one. Go ahead and roll. All right, Grace. Passed away 30 years ago. And long gun. Well, I rolled a six. Plus two on the gun. Plus one. I'm sorry, no. Plus two for long gun. So seven, eight, nine for the long gun. And ten for your plus one. Your situational plus one. So ten. Nice. Wow. There is one who comes really close. uh, And if it weren't for the fact that you made a quick move, it probably would have grabbed you by the leg. But... You still beat it significantly, so that is one hit. And tell me what else happens. I want to say that... Okay, so I, I hit one of them? Yeah. The one that's closest to you. Does it die, or is it still is it still going? This is all happening super fast. You could take, okay, the, so and, you could take the and to be a, 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 a hole-in-one. Well, I, I want the and Or you could to take be... the and to be hitting a second one. Or you can come up with something else fictional that happens. 
<laughs> is it appropriate? Is it appropriate that they would wake up on their own, or can I use the and as they wake up and are immediately aware of the situation as a group? Oh, I think I think we can assume this will wake them up. Okay, beautiful. All right, then I would like the and to be that I I I, uh, I clip two of them. That's exactly what happens, and you don't get bit, and a new round begins. Everybody else, let's have grace rolls. See how quick you wake up. Uh, my highs, my highs are five. Tom and Duke both jump up, weapon in hand. You do the same, and you see that Reggie is beset by a pack of six-legged dogs. Oh, these are the cousins of the guy you chopped up a few hours ago. They come for their dead brethren. Everybody makes attack rolls, unless you choose to do something else. Uh, yeah, don't Nash, choose to cower in fear. Yeah, Nash just yells, focus, fire, you know, keep moving. Oh, that was not so great. Uh, that's seven total. Hopefully. Uh, that is a yes, but you're also bit by another one. Yo, it got my leg! Yeah, it got your leg. Tom. Should have the end to be to notice you guys. Shit. Distracted, distracted by you getting jumped and, and pulled to the ground, Tom misses his shot. Duke hits his, and it is not the same one that Reggie hit. So now three of them are wounded, but they're all still active, and one of them is on top of Jack. Jack, you've fallen to the ground, and it's got your leg in its jaw. All right. Shit. A new round A new round begins. Everybody else rolls an attack, unless you choose to do something else. Is my is my weapon free or is it on top of me? Uh, it is not on top of you. In fact, it's not even really big enough to pin you down. It's about the size of a, a medium pig or a large dog. Okay. So it's grabbed you by the leg and pulled you to the ground. But you do uh, give me a grace roll. All right. Three. Uh, I got a pair of sixes. Yes, you have your weapon in your hand. And tell me what else. Uh, he just comes up to a seated position, you know, barrel inches from the from the creature. I'm going to give you a shot. I think you hit it. Because it's right there. You had your weapon in hand, and you were ready to pull an attack anyway. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this round, it's dying. Everybody else is rolling an attack unless they do something different. Unless there's one right on top oh, of me. Uh, and by the way, I'm sorry. That uh, Nash... That yes. was that was one point of grace. Oh, grace. Okay. Yep. You're down. Damn it. All right. Let's have everybody rolls. If there isn't, if there's one right on top of me, just the, the that one that it was really close to me. He's that's right I'm, there. Yeah. Okay. So that's I gotta take that one out before I'm even going after the one that's got Nash. Good luck. He rolled an eight. That's cool. I rolled another six. Mm. Because. Friendship is magic. So you what's your total? Okay, modify it. Well, so I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, plus two <laughs> gun, plus one long gun. So nine. Nine. Beat by plus one. That is a yes. You nailed it exactly, but it doesn't prevent you from getting hit. Awesome. You take one point of grace damage as it grabs you by the crotch and pulls you to the ground. My sexual nightmares are going to be exactly <laughs> <laughs> What, you said, you said one point grace damage? 
Yep. But the thing is dead. Am I also up. rolling for this round, or, or are we just assuming that I cap the one that's... Uh, I want to see everybody roll for this round. Okay. Yeah. I mean, we already saw Reggie. Four. I got a seven again. Okay, the one on you got a six. You beat by one. That is a yes. You hit it, and that one's dead. Sweet. Duke hits the same one he shot before. That one's dead. There's only one left. Tom, come on. Tom hits it. Nice. Kills it with one shot. He got a yes and. Way to go, They're Tom. Dead. They're dead. They're all dead. Um, mechanically, does the suit protect against the one damage or no? Is it one armor? Uh, it's it's armor, actually. And I did not take it into account. It was a... Uh, I had an eight. I mean, if I take the damage, I take the damage. I just no, I can never remember if the suit... Yeah, it's it's armor, so it should be uh, applied as against my roll. And uh, sorry for not bringing that into account earlier. It still did hit you, though. Okay. Uh, and it is one point of grace. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. They're all dead. Battle's over. Oh, God. Everybody all right? Oh, he got me, Crotch. He got Ooh. me, Crotch. Damn, you he got my gonna have to, You're going to have to stay put for a couple of hours while your suits do their medical thing. Mm-hmm. Did something strangely, uh, I guess the term is autoerotic, about my suit repairing my crotch? <laughs> I I mean, do you need me to patch you up? I don't really. I mean, you're oh, okay. Yes. Everything's okay, right? Yes, I do apologize. I lo- I like you as a friend. Um, <laughs> fortunately, you have not yet been a subject of any of my sexual nightmares in any real uh, way. So, no, you don't have to come anywhere near my crotch. All right, that's good. That's, I just, you know, I got to make sure that change. you're okay. always change. And Reggie gives him a little a little wink. He just shakes his head like, I, I can't even believe I just had to ask that question. I don't really want to. <laughs> Maybe you're going to have some sexual nightmares. <laughs> oh, Jesus, I hope not. Nash. <laughs> Uh, seriously though, let's cut the let, let, let's cut the shit. I've got to repair my crotch right now. It hurts oh so bad. And this was the end of day fifteen, so you guys just you know you stay in your camp for a little while. Uh, let Tom and Duke take watch while you guys just stay still for a few hours, and your suits will take care of you. I've mm. already marked off the energy expenditure. Damn it! And there are no encounters during that time. And then we get to the time of day when you figure it's been about 32 hours, which is the length of the day on Indrith. I, I have Duke and, and Tom, like, stack the bodies up so we can, like, potentially <laughs> throw that in on top of the trade because he doesn't want anything to go to waste. Oh, we butcher them up. Okay. Or, or leave them for them to butcher. I mean, one or the other. I mean, I'm, I'm assuming they're probably proficient at that. Fair enough. Because they eat... Yeah, I mean, at least the other ones ate meat. So, I mean, that, that's his working assumption. All right, you have five water dog carcasses. Five and a half. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that one, that one has been cut up already. Okay, so it's time. It's time to... It's been one day. Who's going? And what do you bring? Yeah, I, I would bring... Uh, yeah, I'd bring Reggie. Is my crotch healed? Oh, yeah, that took just a couple hours. 
Oh, does that mean that my grace is back up to full? It does, both of you. I have nice. such a grace. Reggie has such a graceful cry. <clears throat> Skips over to the <laughs> to the den. Oh, this feels great. I, you take for granted how wonderful you feel your crotch feels when it's completely healthy. Maybe it takes a, a six-legged water dog pig to bite it off for you to realize just how wonderful it feels to be totally healthy. Yeah, no, for sure. Fuck, I hope those things weren't, like, venomous. Shit, they, like, pull venomous? Yeah, if your if your suit had had any problems, you would have been alerted. But basically, it you know, it it demobilizes you, sedates you, and then it, it goes into, you know, regeneration mode. Right. So when you wake up again a couple hours later, you feel fine. Your readout has no warnings. Oh, good. Crotch health is at 100%. But like one or two more crotch jokes in me and then I'll be done. Fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> they go over and he, you know, stomps on the ground. Oof! Oof! Here comes Kimby. <laughs> he pulls the stakes out of the way and welcomes you in. Uh, he's not surprised at all to see Reggie there. Welcomes him in as well. Okay. I say the words that mean thank you. He he like he holds a hand up first and and he like you know sweeps his arm out to gesture to show the stack of pigs and he says oof uh sure he, he gestures for you to bring them in too uh that's a that's a lot to drag uh yeah i mean they i mean they could leave them there so so he says oof and then and then he shakes his head and he, and he says the word for gift nice uh, I think you said it wrong because he grabs a cable bone and he points it at you like a sword. Oh my god! Uh, he takes oh, a step back and he like, you know, like placatingly puts his hand down, and he like he pulls out his notepad and he starts like flipping through. Like, what the fuck was it for gifted? He tells maybe they don't. <laughs> they don't know what that is. I can't fucking. I remember. think you were looking at the wrong page. Turn back to page thirty-two. Thirty-two. So he he flips through to see if like he if there was a word for gift. Uh, there's a word you there's a word you thought was gift, but you must have got it wrong. So he he kind of shrugs and then he closes the book and he says, "Oof!" <laughs> like, huh? He looks like he's insulted. Uh, he's waving you away. Uh, he just kind of stands there and, and cocks his head and he like he reaches in and he pulls out the fire pellets again and he like you know holds his hands out like meh. Did we miss something where gifts are, uh, are not something that they accept? I don't know. Maybe he's. I, it looks like he's pissed off now. <clears throat> I was trying to do something nice. Like we don't want me to go to waste. I mean, it's not our planet, but fuck these well, people. We've got live here. We've got twenty-eight orchids. I say, if it gets too hairy here, we just respectively back out. Yeah, yeah. No, that's. I mean, whatever. What did they Wait. seem? Uh, what did they seem uh, happy about trading before? So he's got the fire pellets. And says, the fire pellets is going to give him another flashlight because that seemed to work. And he was all excited. Let's, let's, yeah, let's he sees the fire pellets. He gestures at the fire pellets with the, with the tip of the cable bone. Uh, and he says, yes, you trade good. Okay. And then he goes, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So he, he pulls out the flashlight. He gives the fire pellets. He says, yes, yes, oof. And then he, like, he points back to the thing again. And he says, uh, he tries the word gift again, like, like he he points at them, he says the word, and he you know he points at the at the guy like you, 
You take. You know, if he knows those words, you take. I give. Now he understands. He thought you were trying to pull a bait and switch I'm on him. Trying to alter yeah, the deal. Yeah. <laughs> he thought we were altering the deal. I get it. Uh, right. Okay, so he calls a couple of his people up, and they go out to grab the dog bodies and drag them in. He welcomes you guys back down into the den area. Okay, we, we go down in. Where he uh, very ceremonially pulls over his pulls like his blanket off of his little bed area, and there are three orchids. He, uh, you know, he nods. Uh, you know, he says the word for thank you. He uh, he places the fire pellets and the flashlight down on the bed next to the orchids. Uh, he pats the ground next to him. He's gesturing for you guys to sit in the circle with them. Uh, he looks to Reggie and he. You know, nods, yes. We'll sit for... Sounds good. Ceremonial thing, you know. We worked out pretty good last time, so, uh, yeah. Okay, he, he says a few words of the children, and the children go and they get some large bowls, they uncover the bowls, and in there is a whole lot of dog meat. Okay. Ah, well, I mean... They're sharing They're sharing food with you. Bre- breakfast all over again. Let's... We've got to eat it. We have to. Yeah, we just ate it earlier. I mean, it's the same. That's true. It was pretty good. Well, uh, except for, I assume you guys cooked yours. We oh, it's um, raw. Jesus. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, he hands you a, a, a big old dog organ of some kind, and he, uh, you know, bites into one with gusto. He did that with a little too much gusto, I think. <laughs> yeah, so, so he takes the bowl and, like, you know, he brings the bowl up close to his face. And, you know, he reaches in and grabs, like, a little piece. He's like, mmm. And there you we know. go, dog meat. <laughs> <laughs> at least go through the motions of, of, you know. Now, you do have fire pellets if you wanted to cook yours. Uh, would they be offended? Like, he would be. <laughs> yeah, it's like putting salt on some gourmet dish. Before you even try it, yeah, the cook sees you do it, and <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, <laughs> he he try like he inadvertently like touches it to like you know his tongue. He's, oh, oh. So he, oh, like, no. he, he puts it down and he and he pulls out. Um, wow, see, he gave him all the fire pellets. Reggie, you got any of those fire pellets on you? Yeah, I got like thirty-five more in my back pocket. No, I don't have any more. You stole all the rest of them. No, I only took five. They only have five. Oh. You see them on the... Well, no, no, no. I there, were, about, about there, were, there were 22. Okay. five away to the last group. How many are you giving this guy? I, I gave him five as well. Okay, so you're down to 12. Yeah, you got 12 more. I, give me one. I, we we got to cook this. This oh, is not... not... Maybe if we can show them how to cook it. It's better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's go. There you go. Here's a foyer pellet. Tosses them a fire pellet. Okay, so they are fascinated. They, they've they've seen these fire pellets before, but they're fascinated that you're applying it to the meat. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, cooking meat has never occurred to this group, and uh, you eat it, and they watch you, and they seem very interested, but they make no move to do it themselves. Okay, but they don't seem like they're offended. No, they just seem like oddly fascinated. It's like you just put pepper on a watermelon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, so as, as they're like cooking it and like eating it, you know, Nash just, you know, says the word for good. <laughs> uh, 
they laugh and they say a bunch of words you don't understand. They're mostly talking to each other and they think that what you're doing is crazy. Yeah, that's what I kind of figured. <laughs> Don't knock it until you try it. And Reggie, Reggie would offer up some cooked meat. You, you try. You. <laughs> no. Ruined. <laughs> yes. Right. Okay, well, you know, to each his own, I suppose. And he pulls back. I guess it's got to be fresh. I, I don't, you know. I don't know. Who knows? Uh, just said you guys are getting a radio signal from Tom. Uh, he sounds like he's in a panic. It's one of those hooms. All right. It oh, sucks. Fuck. All right. We got to go. Um, thank you. The, the ground <laughs> trembles and dirt falls from the ceiling onto you and your food and your companions. All right. It's um, thank you. Well, how, how are they reacting? You now hear the hoom making its terrible sound, and the Ufa all huddle together in a big pile at the far end of the room. Uh, he so Nash yells, "Get the fuck in here and put that music on!" Okay, you don't hear an answer from Tom because just at that moment, the ceiling caves in on you guys. Oh fuck! Hey everybody! Before we wrap up this episode, I'd like to take a minute to say thank you for tuning in. We hope you're enjoying the podcast from our interviews and actual plays to our rambling roundtable discussions. If you like what you're here and you'd like to support the show, we have two great sponsors for you to check out. Birds of a Feather Coffee Company is a small batch craft coffee roaster and is our OG sponsor. They have three signature blends to choose from. The Morning Lark, which is a light roast. The Night Owl Blend, which is a rich dark roast. And the Hummingbird Decaf Blend. They also have the exclusive Legendary Brew, a nice medium roast coffee, perfect fuel for all those late night gaming sessions. If you use the code LEGENDS10, you'll get 10% off your order, and shipping is always free. Our new sponsor is Thing12 Games. Thing12 Games is an independent board game publishing and development company. They are the creators of the award-winning Dice Of series in the arena of pocket tin dice games. Currently available are both Dice of Crowns, where you roll dice, backstab your friends, and try to claim the royal crown. And Dice of Pirates, where you play as a pirate captain, rolling them bones, fighting your mates, and claiming the booty all for yourself. Click Click Boom is a tension-filled social deduction card game full of clicks, bluffs, and booms. Their latest offering is Seals of Cthulhu, a strategic bidding and bluffing card game set within a Cthulian universe where two players battle for the fate of the world. They are also offering both Alhaka and Project Dreamscape by Sarah and Will Reed. And if you order through their website, you can use code LEGENDS10 and you'll receive 10% off your order. Thanks everybody for checking it out. We'll catch you next time. This podcast is a proud member of the Legends of Tabletop broadcast network. For more gaming-related content, please visit www.legendsoftabletop.com. Question, are you seeing the picture of the jungle, or are you seeing me? Uh, it's black right now. It's black. Total darkness. Oh my god, I'm blind! <laughs> now there is the profile picture. Mm, that's wonderfully colorful prismatic wow. profile picture i think my camera crashed and I'm, i was looking at the map not the map the uh, picture of the jungle for the longest time it was there see? for a long time can i still screen share uh yeah yeah, yeah. 
Now we see the map. Mm. Okay, so my camera's not working. The screen share's still working. Weird. Anyways, there you go. There's your map. As you continue... Yeah, see? That's why I tell you not to sit there. I'm sorry, just stepped on my cat. Oh, jeez. <laughs> no. When, when I'm standing here, he loves to curl up at my feet, and it's the biggest pain in the foot. <laughs> That's what they do. Because I'm, yeah, because I'm always stepping on it. I'm sorry, dude. I'm sorry, but you got to stay in bed. I'm speaking to my cat. <laughs> we all do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know, Mr. Gurr, you're dumb. <laughs> so I tell my cat all the time, you're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> You're the sweetest one, but you are dumb. Okay. Sorry. I had to be affectionate to my cat. I feel Good bad. You. <laughs> I feel bad. I stepped on it. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't my full weight, but jeez, dude. <laughs> you don't okay. need your full weight to destroy it. <laughs> <laughs> Break those little rib cages. <laughs> 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 